Hello. Welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 everybody. So today's conversation is rather important. A lot of people don't think this is important, which is why we need to have this conversation. Today, we're going to talk about self-care, how to do it well, and what it really is. Now, before we dive into this conversation, first, I need you guys, I need to make sure that we are on the same page about what self-care actually is. Very simply put, self-care is the collection of habits that support and strengthen your mental, physical health, just your overall well-being. Now, a lot of people don't take that seriously, but self-care is definitely a personal program for you taking care of yourself but especially your mental and emotional health. Now, the biggest problem I see with self-care is that people who recommend it hadn't really thought it out through. Like, before I went on my journey to become a better person, I didn't realize how important self-care was, which is why we're having this conversation. I didn't know it very well, so of course I couldn't explain it very well. And even though I admit that, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that's the same way, that's just not going to admit it. So after years, years, years of working on self-improvement, I'm always, always constantly a work in process. But for some reason, I always tend to put myself last. So I decided, okay, let me work on myself, build my self-care. And so reading up on it and just making sure that self-care was really what I thought it was. Because sometimes I would feel selfish when I would do things to take care of myself. I was always giving so much to everybody else. And didn't even realize I wasn't leaving anything for me. So just to make sure that everyone should understand exactly what self-care is, I want to make sure that I'm covering some facts with you guys today. And when I tell you this, you know, this is a stereotype. People say everything is a way of life. But when I tell you self-care is a way of life, it is. You have to train yourself to take care of yourself. Sometimes we're so busy taking care of everybody else, we forget about us. So one of the certain, there are certain things that we should do consistently to stay healthy. Physically is what people tell you, right? The first thing they want to tell you is you need to exercise, you need to eat well, see your doctor, 
brushing your teeth, cleaning your ass, yada, 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 yada. Okay, nothing mysterious about that. People think that's common sense. But I think self-care should be common sense. We need to normalize self-care. So these are these are some few things you can start doing in your lifestyle that that can help you with your self-care, okay? Making time for genuine relaxation. I know some people are like, "Ooh." <laughs> Trust me, for everybody it looks different. For me it looks like a warm bubble bath, some nice music some candles and just be on chill mode that's something you can do whenever getting quality sleep now this is what people recommend but I, I'm I still not there I don't think I'm getting better though with that um my body don't like to do all that sleeping though so you know again self-care is a customized plan for you and what works for you and is different for everybody else Spending time with people you love. Spending time doing things you enjoy. Now, that seems simple. <laughs> but a lot of us don't do it. I'm guilty. Well, I was guilty. I'm definitely a work in process. Again, this is what queued up this conversation. So let's talk more about what specific things we can do as a part of good self care. Now, I understand that self-care is not magical. It's all about consistent habits. Consistency. This is the key to a lot of things, but especially this. Self-care is not a quick, is definitely not a <laughs> quick fix. And I do agree that it is a way of life. So a lot of people talk about self-care like it's just something that you do every once in a while or every now and then. Nope. This is definitely something that you should include every, I'm not going to say necessarily every day, but you definitely need to have a routine. So there are a few things that you need to know about self-care. They call it self-care sin. Trying to take care of myself more. I learned this. Now, there's actually a language to self-care. So a lot of people do not show self-compassion. I think that's the biggest thing. So self-compassion is treating yourself with kindness, care, support. You know, the same way that you would treat a good friend or a good family member or someone you love that needs you. Um, the difference is when it's self compassion is more of an emotional attitude towards yourself not a judgment but an attitude towards yourself just like um you can show your friend empathy and you understand and regardless of what they're going through then you accept that okay you should do that to yourself you also need to learn self-soothing now, 
<laughs> Self-soothing is a coping mechanism. How you deal with stress. It's the same things. You know how when a baby is upset and, and they want a pacifier or, or a lot of people suck their thumb, even some grown-ass people still suck in their thumb. Is, is a self-soothing strategy. It's different from person to person. And maybe for some people is a song that makes you happy. I'm a music head. So for me, I can listen to music like when I'm in a bad, bad headspace, I'll listen to music and depends on what I'm listening to, it'll calm me down. But music talks to me. So um I can probably use I use music for self-soothing for just about <laughs> a lot of things that I go through. Self-awareness. Now, self-awareness, there is two types of self-awareness, internal and external. Now, internal self-awareness is you monitoring yourself. You're being accountable. You're being responsible. You are just keeping up with what you're going on in yourself and how you treat yourself. Now, external self-awareness is knowing how other people see you according to those same factors, though. It's how they, even though we really don't care, <laughs> but self-awareness can help you make better decisions. It can have, you can have higher success and enhance self-confidence. And that's why it's important. It's very important that you're self-aware. Now, self-preservation is a protest, a protective instinct. It is what you do for survival. Self-preservation is when you basically just act on the behalf of what's in your own best interest. Now, it can also be considered um, part of the internal coping mechanism because it protects us from unpleasant emotional distress. <laughs> we all go through stuff in life, in relationships, and we all handle it different. It's about putting yourself first, setting healthy boundaries. It's okay to say no. It's okay to be left alone. It's okay to not be bothered. I don't know why people feel like they're selfish. No, that's self-preservation. You have to be able to create an emotional space for the sake of your own mental health, physical health, and definitely your spiritual health needs. Prioritizing self-care may sound like common sense. I already said that earlier. A lot of people think it's common sense. Especially if you consider the, the habits that you already have, okay? But the single most common reason people give for not participating in self-care 
is due to lack of time. Now, if you make time for everybody else, why wouldn't you make time for yourself? Of course, a lot of us have a lot of things going on, but it's imperative that we take time out every day for ourselves. Now, you want to know how you can do that? <laughs> um, first of all, self-care is for everyone. Did I tell y'all that? I meant to. You don't need lot. You don't need a lot of money, <laughs> and you don't have to have be an expert or a genius to figure it out. Okay. In fact, most of the things that you can do to take care of yourself does not involve a lot of time or a lot of money. Taking a few days off of work. One of my favorite things to do, though is to have a staycation. <laughs> you know what a staycation is? A staycation is when you just get to yourself and you stay in your house and you just be left the fuck alone. Like, <laughs> y'all, people that know me already know. When I'm going through things, that's what I do. I, I just stay to myself. Um, you know, you can buy yourself something nice it, it really don't have to be that expensive it can be something simple that you've been wanting point is there are so many forms of self-care that are simple inexpensive inexpensive and relatively brief anybody can do them you don't have to be a damn desperate housewife or a real housewife of Atlanta or whoever to take care of yourself. So hopefully I've helped you guys to, to understand that self-care is simple and cleared up some of the common misconceptions about it. Because a lot of people seem to think that you're selfish self-care and selfish does not go hand in hand selfish is not part of the language of self-care but if you want to use that word so what sometimes it's necessary correction is necessary it's a necessity to take a little me time it isn't an indulgence it's a necessity there is no way you can be there for others and genuinely be helpful if you don't make time to help yourself. Nobody not going to tell me anything different. If you're not taking care of yourself, it limits your capacity to be helpful to others, whether you realize it or not. Think about this. How helpful can you be to an aging parent or a sick parent if you're constantly wrapped up in your own insecurities, your own problems, everything that you have going on, how helpful can you be to your spouse that's going through a tough time? If you're consumed with your own struggles and you don't know how to manage stress or burnout, 
Self-care is the complete opposite of being selfish. The best way that you can genuinely help others and maintain your own mental health and well-being is to practice self-care. And like I said, self-care will always look different from everyone. We're all unique. We all have different lives. We all have different circumstances. There is no set formula for self-care. But make sure that you're taking time to customize to your own life, to your needs. I'm going to give you a few more Jews, okay? Now, there are eight dimensions to building a personalized self-care plan. Emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, <laughs> physical, social, and spiritual. And let me just let me just break these things down for you, okay? So emotionally, when you're building your self-care plan, emotionally, you should take time to reflect. Rather that's talking to someone, rather that's journaling, working out, listening to music, taking a walk. Cry it out, you know, some people like to cry it out. Cuddle, <laughs> laugh, take a nap. These are things that you can practice every day in your personalized self-care routine. Me, I um, started journaling. Journaling is so freaking helpful just to get it out. But that's for people who like to talk. So I can listen to me some good music and just write down my thoughts. That's just me. Now, environmental. <laughs> Sometimes it's just nice to breathe in fresh air. Enjoy the sun for those of you that like to be out there in that weather. I'm more of an enjoy the night sky type of person. Um, clean your house. Rearrange your house. Redesign your room. Whatever you need to do to make you feel more safe in a different environment or relax and more comfortable. Now. I did mention financial, so I'm going to go ahead and cover it, but I'm letting y'all know right now, I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> now, I do have a financial plan, which is what they recommend. I do have a savings account, which is what they recommend. But this is where I struggle it. You're supposed to save every single day, even if it's just a dollar per day. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna just slide over there because um I'm horrible with that. I'm still working on it. Cut back on unnecessary purchases. Still stepping on my own toes. I'm getting better because I'm starting to recognize it though. I'm the type of person if I see it, I want it. And I feel like I work hard. So I deserve it. 
<laughs> like Beyonce, I see it then, I want it. <laughs> I grind in, I own it. But anyway, I'm still working on that. Um, invest, invest in something. That's a way to see your money back. Now I'm good on investing. I believe in me. I invest in me. I invest in my dreams. I invest in my goals. So I'm good on that. But you definitely should develop a financial plan. Okay. Do something intellectual. Read. Now, some people don't like to read or some people don't have time to read. I have started doing audio books where I actually just put them in my ear and I let them go. But you can do things to make sure that you're being mindful of what's going on around you. Try something new. Um, tap into your creative side. Now I'm a crafter, so that's, that's actually so relaxing for me to create. Something I learned on my journey. But you can watch a, document, a documentary, complete a puzzle. Anything to help stimulate you intellectually is good. Now, let's talk about this occupational thing. <laughs> if you don't like your job, find a new one. If you don't like your job, find a new one. Do I need to say that again and louder for the ones in the back? Of course, it's hard to find jobs, but learn a trade, get your degree, train for a promotion, put together your own resume, polish your resume up, apply for your dream job. You never know. Or just, you know, take on a task that you enjoy. Open your own business. Do you know how many people are tired of working for other people? And they always say, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. If that's the route you want to go, make it happen. What you waiting on? Okay, so of course, part of self-care is physical I'm one of them people that know what I need to do. I just don't always do it. <laughs> but you definitely need to make sure that you're doing some type of workout. Take a walk, eat healthy, getting your annual checkup, see the dentist. If you have medicines, take the motherfuckers. Blah, blah, blah. You know, avoid drugs. They say avoid alcohol, but me personally, I've implicated that in my routine, so I relax. <laughs> it's one o'clock somewhere, okay? Um, when you don't feel well, take care of yourself. See the doctor. Don't put it off. Um, if you know what's going on, then you try to, to rectify the problem. That's all part of self-care. If you're not physically healthy, you're no good to no one. What are you good? What good are you to anyone if you're not physically healthy, not feeling well, got a headache, you're grouchy? Nope, nope, nope. Sometimes we can't avoid it, but you really need to try to do things to keep that under wraps. And a lot of um, people just blow that off, but it's not. It's actually uh, 
big thing. My cousin, my I call him, he's my cousin, but he's more like a brother to me. He always tell me, Billiton, health is wealth. <laughs> health is wealth. I guess if you're feeling good, you can get your ass out there and get it. You can make it happen. So that's what we're sticking with. So the next thing is social. Now, a lot of people don't feel like, and I felt this way for a long time. And to be honest, I'm still working on that because I low-key still feel like I love my friends and my family, but I'm at so much my personal self-care regimen. When I'm by myself, I love it there. So peaceful. But even if you don't meet up with friends and family, it's important to stay in contact with them. Volunteer and do something. Have fun. Make sure that you're engaging in healthy social interactions. That's it. Have a big laugh. Me personally, like, again, I'm good. Like, I'm a staycation queen. I promise I'm a staycation queen. Like, I'm in. But that doesn't, it looks different for everybody. Like, interacting with friends don't mean that we have to go out that mean we can probably I mean we can we can go have coffee or lunch or dinner or we can just sit and enjoy each other's company or hell we can just FaceTime or call like yeah (laughs) I'm good with that I'm good with that but it looks again this is your self-care plan and it looks different for everybody Now, the last step in developing your personalized self-care plan is to make sure that you implement something spiritual. Be mindful in this of what your needs are. Don't base your spiritual self-care plan on what you think works for others find something that works for you whether that's prayer meditation I have a friend that loves yoga do yoga if that's what makes you feel right um because yoga is is a spiritual thing um consider your higher purpose and your higher meaning whoever your higher power is Go to your higher power for support. Help those in need and love one another. (laughs) I just realized how this sounds. Like I really just said that off the dome, but I don't know what that sounds like. But so as far as spiritual, of course, everybody knows that I believe that you should put God first in all that you do. Definitely, definitely, definitely believe in the power of prayer. That's for me. I don't just pray in the morning. I don't just pray in the night. I pray throughout the day because, baby, sometimes God have to bridle my tongue because I be wanting to go bad shit crazy on some people. Now, I've been working on meditating. I've been trying to learn how to meditate because I feel like that would be relaxing. Hadn't quite 
figured out yet if meditation is for me or not. But for some people, it's a game changer. But you never know if you don't try. So basically, all I want you guys to know, I said all, <laughs> like they say, I said all this to say, self-care is not, com it's not complex. A lot of people assume that self-care is the most complex thing in the world. No. No, 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 no. Self-care is basically just implementing healthy habits that support and strengthen your mental health. So by supporting your mental health, you're going to support everything else. It's not something you try to pack into your schedule. It's not something that you figure out when things get stressful. It's a way of life. That's what I'm learning. Self-care is the result of acknowledging that your mental health is every bit as important as your physical health your financial health, and a healthy social life. And that really, really helps you to be your best self. Trust me. You need to take care of yourself. Get your self-care plan and the people in your life will thank you for it. We don't even realize it like how we can snap at people and how what we're going through can reflect outwards. But trust me, they see it. They see it. They know. So for yourself and the people in your life, please get you a self-care plan. That's everything that I've said today. I hope I've made you guys understand that self-care is not selfish is actually selfless, necessary, and something that you should implement daily. Everybody's self-care plan is going to look different, but I challenge you, I challenge you to build a personalized self-care plan. And when you do, <laughs> thank me later. I want to know. Leave me a comment. Email me. Um, people, um, people are good about the emails, guys. Thank you for letting me know that you are enjoying the shows. I really appreciate that. So I'm ending this conversation. And the main thing, again, I don't know how many times I need to say this. In order to be your best self, for the people in your life, as well as yourself. You have to take care of yourself. It's mandatory. So get those plans in place, work them out, do whatever you have to do, trial and error. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. One of my favorite sayings is by Toni Morrison. Now I read a lot too, so I'm not sure if you guys know who that is, but she's an author and a poet. And if you're Black and you don't know her, you have a strike against your Black cork. And for everybody else, you need to make sure that you know who she is. She has a lot of knowledge. But anyway, had, had, past tense. 
Um, one of my favorite sayings is, and I'm going to leave you guys with this by Toni Morrison is, you want to fly? You got to give up the shit that weighs you down. And that was from Tony. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations podcast, a place where no topic is off limits, no filters will be applied, and no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show, but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time. Thank you.